Welcome back, everyone, to The Truth Podcast. I'm your host, Hani Rambod. I'm here with my co-host, Dave, and we are about to kick off a very controversial question with a very controversial question. Should there only be one? That is one of the questions that I have been getting recently, um, and it's something that's very kind of inspiring to, to think about. Should there be only one Mr. Olympia at the very end of the contest? Um, so several people have asked me that. I think that there's definitely some food for thought. Yeah. Um, first of all, I want to say um, welcome back, Dave. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> so, but um, and I also want to say, guys, again, just the book of businesses. Please remember when you like and when you subscribe, uh, comment. It really definitely makes a huge difference in regards to the algorithm so if you're on youtube or if you're on itunes make sure you go ahead and subscribe and you like and you share because that's what we're doing i'm not sitting here trying to sell you on anything i'm just here to talk about bodybuilding so if you do like the conversation and you like the, the direction we're going in please make sure you also share this so again thank you so much like subscribe and definitely turn on your notifications as well so how you doing brother i'm good i'm good how are you Good, good. It was a uh, very interesting, like the, the you know being able to get back in the saddle again. We talked yeah. about Phil. We talked about Hottie. We talked about Andre. We got to talk a little bit about that. You know, first episode back, and um, you know, shout out to Machiavelli Motivation Paul out there who who did a great video um, with uh, with with Phil. I think that was awesome. So thank you to Machiavelli Motivation on that. Um, definitely, I'm sure there's a lot more of those types coming because he is uh, yep. just constantly coming out with content. He did a really cool rock one too that um, that Dwayne did a shout out to him because it was such a great um, video. So again, uh, that that's somebody who's just passionate about our industry. That's super oh for cool. sure. He cranks them out. Yeah, they're yeah, awesome. They're awesome. Yeah. Do you get do you get motivated off of that stuff before you go train? Uh, I mean, I'm always motivated to train, but. <laughs> <laughs> it's always good to watch though. It's cool. It's awesome. Yeah, it's definitely entertaining. And it's also, I think it's motivational because it brings you back to a lot of things that you remember. Where was I when I saw Ronnie win that fifth one or seventh one or yeah. in 2000, you know, 2003 when he looked crazy or when Jay in 09 or Phil in 2013 or anything that he brings up or even these other guys that um, maybe just got their pro card, but they looked awesome. Um, yeah. You kind of, because you forget, you forget those mm -hmm. kinds of things. Um, but going into this question, should there only be one Olympia winner? It's one of those things where now with all of these divisions, you can look at it as, well, some people probably prefer a C-bum yeah. versus a big Rammy. Yeah. Some people might prefer a men's physique champion, Brandon, versus C-bum or big Rammy. So, you know, or somebody kind of in the middle, like a 212 champion. So you, you, you have you have so many really good physiques. And I think that's a really legitimate question. But there there is some limitations. But I do think it's a legit question. And I know you got a lot on your mind right now because I see the look on your face. And you can't <laughs> wait to talk about this. It, it's an interesting topic for sure. How do you judge that, though? I mean, it's hard enough to judge each individual class and you pick a winner, but how do you, how do you judge that? I mean, going men's physique guy going against the open bodybuilder, like, do you cut it off? Is there a cutoff? Is it just classic and open? Are you, is it two twelve open and classic? What is it? What is it? Well, I would definitely think that if there was even an argument to be able to decide on if this was going to happen, it would have to be, they would all have to be posing. 
So yeah. for them to be posing, you'd have to have a classic guy, a yeah. 212, and an open. Because the men's physique guy doesn't pose. He, I mean, yeah. you know, doesn't do traditional poses, right? Mm -hmm. They could, I mean, but again, traditionally they don't. And then obviously, how do you measure legs? And it's just, it's not a typical bodybuilding poses. Right. So if you did do an overall, and I believe back in back way back in the day, Arnold versus Franco and all them, they used to have the two different divisions, and I believe there was a time where they used to pose down. If I don't, if I remember correctly, back in the day when they would they would pick a a champion, and just like when you're going through and you're trying to pick an overall champion at the nationals or the USA, they're all open bodybuilders, but they have different weight classes. Right. So now with these, you can make the argument. Hey, is the two twelve guy better than the open guy, or is the classic guy better than the um, open or two twelve guy? But but again, the odd man out is men's physique, kind of like a bikini competitor would be if you said, "Hey, let's do the same thing on the women's side." Yeah. Okay. Okay. So so let's just say it would be more men's physique. I mean, classic physique versus open. Correct. That would that's what we're really getting at here. No, because you, I mean, 212 too. Why not 212? Yeah, 212. Yeah, that's true. I mean, they're, they're basically open, but with just a weight limitation. Sure. Would it be a separate, so you would have your individual, how would that even shake out? First of all, how would that even shake out? Do you do your individual classes first and then you do your overall? Yeah. Any, so with the comparisons, I, I think theoretically, if, if, and again, we're just spitballing this. If this was something that was even, again, guys, no one's really even talking about this, but this was something that no. was a question. This is just us bringing it a hypothetical because some people asked me, hey, what do you think if there was an overall? So again, yeah. I don't want you guys to think that, hey, this is actually happening. This is just something that, that was spitballed because people were asking me on Instagram. Uh, you would have to allow everybody to win their own class. Yeah. So, you know, and then... You could turn around and go, here you go. And my suggestion would be, if you're going to do that, that's where you come up with the people's champ. Yes. I think it should be open to the people's champ, should be open to all classes. Yeah. So that's where I would do. If, if I was going to legitimately say, hey, like, how could this work? I would say, instead of the people's champ being an open only trophy, there's your overall. So you bring the classic you bring your men's physique and you can do that and say, Hey, who's like, what's the, who's the people's champ when it comes to all physique for men. And then you should also have a people's champ for the women, because you know what, what's good for the goose is good for the gander. And at the Absolutely. end of the day, they should have the same thing because that's one thing I noticed. There is no people's champ for the women's division. I mean, there's no people's champ for any division except for open right now. So I yeah. know. And I honestly think that it should be something that if you want to just instead of saying, hey, like, let's make this divisional. Maybe it's watered down if it gets too many people in the division, then give it to one overall at the very end. Absolutely. I think that's a I think that's a great idea. I come up with one or two a year and they <laughs> <laughs> they owe you royalties if they if you if they use this, they owe you royalties. Now, let me ask you something else. Yeah. Arnold. The Arnold has a bunch of just we're talking about Olympia here. So the Arnold has a bunch of different events. Do you think strong men should be included in Mr. Olympia? Yeah. Hell yeah. Why not? More the merrier. I think that'd be awesome. Honestly. Yeah, I, I, I absolutely. Absolutely. Yeah. I, I think, you know, now, again, the the promoters would have to figure out a way to be able to bring it in. Yeah. But w why isn't there an Olympia strongman champion? 
Absolutely. I mean, there's world's strongest man, but why don't you invite them to the Olympia? They're already at the Arnold. Absolutely. I think it's just a matter of how does that schedule and play out? Um, I think, uh, but it, it would definitely have to be baked in in a certain way so that the audience can enjoy it. Like they do at the Arnold where they can Mm -hmm. see like at least a certain, the finals or whatever on stage possibly. And then maybe during the, Prejudging on Friday, they have some different lifts and whatnot, and then on Saturday, some other lifts, and then Saturday night, maybe the finals go on. That would be definitely an extension to thereof. But if someone said they made the argument this isn't really physique related, I would also say, yeah, that absolutely that's the case. It's just a matter of where their comfort level is with that, and also that the only the only other holdup on that too is the association because there is no other pieces in that in the npc slash ifbb you know it's kind of you know it's kind of like you'd have to work with a different association and and use that as a feeder system and or an invite system like arnold does Mm -hmm. so but do i think it's a cool idea yeah but again how does that play out i don't know that's one of those things where um i would just be really stoked if there was a women's people's champ and a men's people's champ and, and then you can turn around and be able to maybe create that cross-division rivalry and people can vote in and get really engaged and, and be able to, like, you know, it'd be like dancing with the stars, you know? Call now. <laughs> <laughs> if, if you want to see C-Bomb as your overall men's, you know, classic, or I should I'm, say people's champion, dial in. If you want to see, uh, you know, Big Rammy, if you want to see... Um, Brandon, if you want to see whoever um, on the women's side, Janet, you know, you yeah. know, J- Janet or whoever. So I think that would be kind of cool. Something for them to possibly think about or maybe, um, you know, again. Huge level of engagement there if they started adding the audience into that and with all these all these different divisions, everyone works hard. It should be open to everybody, honestly. Yeah, it's just, but, but again, we're, this is all spitballing because yeah. When it comes to productions, as you all know, hypothetical. Yep. <laughs> it's all hypothetical because there's a lot to do with productions. There's a lot to do with engagement. There's a lot to do with the technology that's involved. There's a lot to do with many different aspects of it. So yeah. I think, um, but do I think it would be fun? Yes. Do I think it'd be yeah. cool from, from a 60,000 foot level? Absolutely. Yeah. But as you yeah. get down to the nitty gritty, then it becomes really important to be able to say, okay, what are the logistics involved to be able to get all that dialed in? All right, so we're gonna go two different ways here. So we're gonna let's go uh, classic physique first. I just want to get your opinion on the classic physique, how it shaked out. Uh, top three. So you had Chris Bumstead, Terrence Ruffin, obviously, and then Breon. Mm-hmm. Breon and Chris Bumstead went back and forth throughout the entire competition. How did Breon end up in third? I'm. I, I have my own hypothesis of how that happened, but sure, let me I don't know. It. Let, me, let me hear it. What's your hypothesis? Okay, so when they did a back double bicep, mm-hmm. there was a little bit of, not aggression, but there was a little bit of just intensity. Mm-hmm. Um, Breon had shoved his elbow off, and you know, like kind of like what Kai Green did with Tafil. And mm-hmm. then automatically, Steve switched them to uh, Terrence, put him, in the, put him on the outside or the inside of Breon. And then that's like... I think you ruined your chance right there. If it's that close, do little things, small things like that matter? <sighs> yes and no. I think if it became disrespectful to the point where it was really big, then yeah, that's a possibility because it's a subjective sport. 
Do right. I think something small like that? No, because I've seen way worse, right? Yeah. I've seen, <laughs> obviously, <laughs> I've been, I've, I've seen way worse. So yeah. I, I, I don't think so. But is there a possibility? Sure. I mean, again, it's a subjective sport and, and how you present. Just like a judge can't look at a physique that's improperly shown and and think that, hey, look, if they were posing just a bit better, they would do better. They, they're going to not judge you on if you, you know which how good your physique is it's exactly how it's being shown yeah and that's where people don't seem to understand they go oh my god that person looks so amazing but if they're not posing properly it goes down so it's it's kind of in that same realm of of thinking of it's not just what you look like it's how you present what you look like and i think uh, a lot of the judges would be able to explain that to people saying, Hey, look, you look great, but the way you did that front last spread or the way you did your, your, you know, your most muscular, most muscular is a bad example, but, but just whatever the pose was, it wasn't very, you know, it wasn't a great way to show your physique and its strong points. Um, you know, you were doing your front lat spread and you were just uh, really, your hands were out and forward and your, your shoulders were cinched up and you, you know, you narrowed yourself up. You weren't, you weren't wide enough. You weren't arching your back from the front. You were not lifting your chest. There's a lot of things that you were doing wrong. And it really kind of was a detriment to the scoring because of how bad you were showing your physique. And even though that person, if they would have done it right, they would have, they would have possibly won. Yeah. It's, it's in the same realm. So again, I kind of went off on a little bit of a tangent, but going back to these top three guys, I do think that these guys all have different strengths and weaknesses. Right. I mean, a guy like Breon, who's won that division before the Olympia mm -hmm. in, in classic physique before is going up against Chris, who's not only a huge has a huge V taper. OK, that's very classic, in my yeah. opinion. Oh, absolutely. he's got that. And, and then he brings the conditioning and more size, more conditioning, more maturity than he's ever brought. Really dialed it in. Very, very impressive. And it's really hard to beat because structurally I think in my personal opinion, he is that classic looking structure because mm -hmm. classic people think classic is just wearing those shorts yeah, or there's a lot more to doing, go into or going or wearing, wearing the shorts and doing some classic poses. It's not that it's also what your silhouette looks like. And that's personally what I like about it because, you know, Chris brings a really beautiful silhouette Yeah. and not to take anything away from Breon or from Terrence or anybody else, but those guys were battling for second in my opinion, because it was a clear cut first place. Because he improved he so much, it, so much, especially from the back, he improved mm -hmm. so much. So as a champion, if you come in, is there, is there like a number that I, it's probably hard to say if this is a 10%. If you come in 10% better, you're going to automatically win. But as long as you make improvements, I mean, that's that's pretty much it, right? You're, that's no, it. that's not that's not true. So that's a safe way of kind of rounding up and yeah. saying, hey, I'm a champion. I'm 10% better. Well, what if the guy that was second is 30% better? True. Okay. Because what yeah. if the, the guy was way off and he was still mm -hmm. take second? So his level of improvement was way higher than your level of improvement. Even though you improved a little bit, he improved a lot. Now, all of a sudden, that makes a huge difference. So right. I think that's an easy way out to say, hey, yeah, if the champion is just, just as good, if not better, he could still win. 
in generalities, yes. But is that always the case? No. Because what you have to take in consideration is how good are the other guys? Because mm-hmm. when, when uh, an example would be when Mark Anthony won the first Olympia, right? Yep. When Mark Anthony, it was, it, it was there still a feel out process of how muscular, how full, how conditioned these guys were supposed to be. So there was a feel out process in the first several years. Or in classic, it was Danny Hester who had won, right? And um, at that point, there was it was a feel out process. And you'd think that you know he could have just been a little bit better. But look at look at the division now versus when these guys when he the first Olympia winner was there. It's like night and day. Night the the and evolutionary day. cycle was like literally the comet hit the earth and everybody died and then they came <laughs> back and it was like the you know dinosaurs are over and it was extinction and it was like yeah. now it's like night and day. It looks like a whole different like oh, yeah. world. Oh yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah. I, mean, I that these are these are really really good bodybuilders in this division. I just wanted to throw that question out there and get your opinion because I always hear that. Oh, if the champ comes back a little better, it's his for the taking. You got to knock the champ off. But I mean, we saw that with open. I mean, Brandon Curry arguably got a little better. And then you had a guy that wasn't even in the show last year, come through and win. Right. Because you have a guy that, that was really, really good. That wasn't there the year before. Right. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. And okay, so let's go back to classic real quick, because I want to get your other your your final opinion on this. Sure. So was Terrence that much better or did Breon get worse? In your opinion, I think for sure Terrence got better. Yep. And I think then at that point, it's a matter of what, like you said, even if Breon was 10 percent better, uh, I'm sorry, Breon was 10 percent better. Terrence still was 20 percent better. And then now all of a sudden it edged him out. So the top three, they were all really good. They are. They're, they're excellent. Yeah, they're excellent. And so that's that's a perfect example of, hey, just because you're a little bit better doesn't mean somebody else can't beat you. Right. Right? So. Mm-hmm. And I know Breon started at 212. Is this is this probably, is it time to make the move? If you were coaching him, would this be time to make the move back to Oof, 212? That's a really tough question, man, because I'm not coaching him, and I know that the mentality – of a bodybuilder, whether it's 212 or open, is very different. And when I say that, it means that I don't know what his weight was. I don't know how much more room he has to grow. Um, I do know that I think I read somewhere that he is planning on not making the jump. I think he's going to try to go in, but I don't I know. Obviously, it's very early in the season, so he could right. kind of change change his mind again. Right. But it's it's. I would look at where his weight limit is, you know, and how much he's maxed out with his weight limit in his current category versus what he can turn around and really be able to grow into for 212 and see what that difference is and say, Hey, am I going to be competitive in the 212 with, with that weight distribution difference? And number one, and number two, am I willing to do everything it's going to take to be able to pack that size on in there? Because he's still in the mix, man. I mean, he's still in the mix. He's still in the top three. This cat, this category is getting more eyes, more and more eyes on it. Um, because it's getting really intense and I like that. I like that. And I really like the look. Oh yeah. I love the look. I'm going to get to that second portion of this question in a second. Uh, how long do you think Chris can hold this? If he keeps getting better, how long do you think he can hold this title? You know, it's hard to say because I, you know, I know he has got some health issues, um, that I heard. I don't know how serious those are. Um, at some point, um, again, you know, if it's just, 
if it was just a small, there were small things that he was able to work around. I don't know the details about that, but um, because of his frame and because of his level of improvement, I, I would say for, for several, you know, for several years, because he's such a, you know, he's got such a great frame. It seems like he's catching legs. Literally <laughs> his legs are getting even better. <laughs> um, he's, he's catching back. He's catching legs. Um, but all of those things have improved so much. So I, I think, you know, the sky's the limit for him. Um, it's just a matter of, like I said, I, I did hear that they, he had some issues and I can't remember. You probably know better than autoimmune. Yes, yeah. exactly. There were some autoimmune things. It's just a matter of how severe those are and, and all that. It didn't look like he had any autoimmune to me. <laughs> so, um, you know, all right. Here's a, here's a second question to this. Do you think classic physique is going to take over men's open eventually oh, in terms God. of popularity? Well, okay, so it depends on which you define as popularity. Because if you look at how many competitors there are in men's physique, it's even more than the other two probably combined. Right. Okay. If you take all the open competitors in the NPC and you take all of the competitors in classic, I, I'm sure that they don't add up to how many people there are in, in, in regular men's physique. So in terms of the popularity of competing in the division, physique is the number one because it has a lower threshold, right? Mm -hmm. Lower barrier of entry. Yep. So, but in terms of what's popular, and this is where I think you're going with this, is popular in terms of like what the fan sentiment is. Yep. You know, people like to see the superhuman look. There, mm -hmm. it's, it's been like that, at least still till now. Now, could that possibly change? Yeah, it could because things could change as the division grows in regards to the class grows and these guys are getting a little heavier because they're allowing them to grow a little bit more and they're yep. allowing them to be a little heavier. Now, all of a sudden, the limitation is being lifted ever so slightly, you know, five pounds here, 10 pounds there. And with that, you're going to see some more impressive physiques. So I think it is definitely a possibility that it could go in that direction but it's really um, it's really hard to say right now. But when it comes to overall what's most popular to compete in, obviously it's it's men's physique because it has a lower barrier entry. I, I mean, I think it just depends on the, the level of fan, right? I think the bodybuilding purist is going to always love the men's open, mm -hmm. just like women's bodybuilding. There's purists in that too. And then you have the new newer, newer fans that are a little bit interested in that but love men's physique and then love classic physique. So, I mean... I hope it doesn't go anywhere. I hope men's men's open is the the uh, you know main attraction, but mm -hmm. you know I guess we'll see in the coming years if it starts the guard changes. Well, let's do this. Why don't we ask the people at least on YouTube, because yeah. obviously this gets simulcast between YouTube and through the podcast. So if mm -hmm. you're listening to this on the podcast, whether it's Spotify, whether it's iTunes, go over to the page when we release it on YouTube. Go in the comment section and comment. Let us know what you guys think. Do you think number one, there should be a, an overall winner? Um, you know, like whether it's we call it the the people's people's champ people's should champ. be done, through, you know, interdivisionally, meaning like between all the divisions. Let us know if you think that should happen, and or let us know if you think that one of the divisions is going to overtake the other whether it's classic physique or whatnot and put it in the comments because I'd love to hear what everyone has to think, you know, what they think and what they have to say about that. If they think that classic is going to eventually outgrow open. Yeah. 
I or, mean, or Q12 I, or whatever, whatever it is, or, yeah. or, or men's physique, whatever it is. Whatever you think. I mean, it's a subjective sport. The answer is going to be subjective. We're just interested to see what it is because this is all hypothetical anyways. Um, when do you think – so like Sean Clarita, excellent mm-hmm. physique, fantastic. He came in fantastic conditioning. Mm-hmm. Do you think he can hang with the open? It's really hard to say because Sean's biggest issue is his height. Yeah. And so, you know, I mean, the guy is bubbly. He's round. He came in looking great. It, Nuts. It, it, yeah, yeah, came in great. But but it's just a matter of it's substantially different. So yeah. um, I don't know what he weighs, but I think someone said it was like 180 pounds or something. Yeah, something crazy like that. I've yeah. heard that, too. I've, I've heard even 165. And I was like, dude, if he's 165 and he looks like that, geez. Yeah, you should come down to 165. <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't think it's 165. I think he might have been 165 before, but, but but regardless of where he is, it's just it's really hard to say until you put them next to each other because right. you got to say like how how much of a difference does the height make up for when it comes to that. So I think it's just really difficult unless yeah. you have them next to each other. With all these different divisions, mm-hmm. I'm just asking, I'm just rolling with a bunch of questions for you today. Sure. Uh, with all these different divisions how when do you know it's time to move to the next level like you did that with Hadi. he was 212 mm-hmm. and then he made the jump to open great move how do you know when it's time to to make that jump for all and that's this is open for all these competitors that are you know maybe in between or thinking about moving to okay the next so this level. is it this is very short and simple you have to maximize your physique so if you are still limited mm-hmm. in regards to your leg size and you can no longer complete your physique. It's time to move up because the weight class is keeping you limited. Then you need to move up and grow. But if you can get shredded and stay full and really optimize your look, then you could still stay at the same weight. Ah, okay. So you don't, it's not about winning, right? So it's not like, Oh, I won a bunch of times. I'm going to go test my hand at something no. else. Cause why no, would you do it's, that? It's, it's completing your physique. Yep. Cool. I mean, I think I'm out of questions. I mean, I'm yeah, pretty man. No, much I think out that's of good. questions. It was good. And we wanted to keep it short and sweet on this one, <laughs> yeah. too, because yeah. can there be only one? And that's the biggest thing. Guys, again, like, subscribe. Make sure you share this. Let me know what you guys think. Make sure you go through the comment section. And I'm going to go on there, and I'm going to be uh, listening to the conversation and jumping in. So, uh, you know, you excited to, to hear add? these answers. I'm excited to see these comments for sure. Absolutely. Absolutely. And then also let us also know who else you want to see on the podcast, because we're going to start bringing in guests back in, um, whether through zoom or, um, probably not in person yet, because it's still, you know, we're pretty much on lockdown still, especially California. Hopefully that's going to change any day now. So we can get the gyms (laughs) back open because it was 35 degrees this morning. And the last thing you want to train outside is in 35 degree weather. But, um, again, guys appreciate all the support. Thank you for sharing everything, tagging me on social media, Instagram, Facebook, and whatnot. And that's, I mean, that's pretty much a wrap, brother. It is. Thank you. Appreciate it. Okay. I'm Hani Rambod, my co-host Dave, and that's the truth.